This is Jay Barris of Sydney, Austin with the Mutual Fund Minute. A divided Securities and Exchange Commission cautiously heralded a new crypto era on January 10th, 2024, when it approved, by a 3-2 vote, multiple exchange-traded products that invest directly in Bitcoin for listing and trading. To get to this point, the Commission followed a long and winding and rocky road. While the Commission's approval was a cause for celebration in crypto world, and of course with Bitcoin funds in waiting, it also left many people wondering, why did this take so long? But the celebration among digital asset enthusiasts was tempered by Chairman Gary Gensler's warning that, quote, Bitcoin is primarily a speculative volatile asset that's also used for illicit activity, including ransomware, money laundering, sanction evasion, and terrorist financing, end of the quote. He made it clear that while the commission approved the listing and trading of certain spot ETP shares, the commission does not approve or endorse Bitcoin. It was a bumpy ride. Much to the dismay of the exploding market for digital assets, the commission, beginning in 2018, rejected more than 20 applications to approve rules that would allow securities exchanges to list and trade spot Bitcoin ETPs. Until approximately 2021, investors could only gain access to this asset class by holding Bitcoin directly or through peer-to-peer payment apps and crypto trading platforms. They could also gain exposure by investment in companies that owned or mined Bitcoin or through private investment vehicles, including existing grantor trusts, but they had limited liquidity. Each investment strategy bore unique risks, including generally lack of investor protections under the federal securities laws. The commission opened the door a crack in 2021 when some mutual funds and exchange-traded funds, or ETFs, hit the market. These mutual funds and ETFs provide exposure to Bitcoin indirectly by investing in Bitcoin futures. Those Bitcoin strategy funds, including inverse funds, were met with enthusiasm and showed clear market interest in more regulated digital asset products. In light of the market success of the Bitcoin strategy funds, why did the commission deny these rule change applications for so long? Well, that in itself is a long story. But here's the short version. Before listing a new product for trading, a securities exchange generally must apply to the commission for a rule change when the product does not meet existing listing standards. The commission must approve rule change applications if it finds that the proposed change is consistent with the requirements of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934 and relevant regulations. The 1934 Act provides, in brief, that the rules of the exchange must be designed, among other things, to prevent fraudulent and manipulative acts and practices, to promote just and equitable principles of trade, and, in general, to protect investors and the public interest. The Commission denied every proposal to list a Bitcoin ETP beginning with a proposal in 2018 and every subsequent application for the same reason. The ETPs were not designed to prevent fraudulent and manipulative acts and practices as required by the 1934 Act. Specifically, the Commission found that the protections inherent to Bitcoin, like the blockchain and the size and liquidity of the Bitcoin market, were just not enough to prevent fraud. 
The Commission's action, or rather lack of action, frustrated would-be Bitcoin funds, including some major fund organizations. Grayscale Investments, whose application the SEC denied, would have none of it. Grayscale sued the Commission, claiming that the Commission acted in an arbitrary and capricious manner. The Commission, after all, had approved for listing some Bitcoin strategy ETPs that invested in Bitcoin futures. And of course, there were the Bitcoin strategy mutual funds and ETFs, which did not require an exchange to apply for a rule change. On August 29, 2023, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit stepped in and tossed the Commission's order, denying the rule change application, holding that the Commission failed to adequately explain its reasoning in disapproving the listing and trading of Grayscale's proposed ETP. The court sent the application back to the Commission for further consideration. At that point, uncertainty reigned. What would the Commission do? Its choices were limited. It could deny the application on other grounds, appeal the court decision, or approve the growing queue of applications. While the crypto world waited with breathless anticipation, on January 9th, 2024, the Commission's X account announced that the Commission had approved the Bitcoin ETPs, sending the market value of this volatile digital asset into a trading frenzy. But, alas, it was a false alarm. Minutes later, Chair Gensler posted on his own individual X account that someone had hacked the Commission's X account with an unauthorized tweet. Easy come, easy go. The following day, the Commission announced that it had approved multiple pending applications, reversing course after more than five tumultuous years. Although the price of Bitcoin has generally remained steady and even decreased following the approval, billions of dollars of inflows and trading volume suggest that the market so far has reacted favorably to the Bitcoin ETPs. But not everyone celebrated the Commission's order approving the listing and trading of Bitcoin ETPs. Commissioner Caroline Crenshaw, in a stinging dissent, said she was deeply concerned that the Bitcoin ETPs will flood the markets and land squarely in the retirement accounts of U.S. households who can least afford to lose their savings to the fraud and manipulation that appears prevalent in the spot Bitcoin markets. She also expressed concern that investors will confuse Bitcoin ETPs with registered investment companies, inferring protections provided by the Investment Company Act of 1940 that do not protect investors in Bitcoin ETPs. Now that the genie is out of the bottle, what does the Commission's approval mean? The Commission's approvals are a significant milestone. The listing and trading of spot Bitcoin ETPs means, among other things, that investors who seek access to this asset class have more choice. Also, to be sure, the approvals do not lessen the potential and varied risks inherent in digital assets, and the Commission certainly does not endorse investment in Bitcoin or any other asset class for that matter. It is likely that we can expect to see increased focus on how broker-dealers screen potential investors for suitability. But that is a discussion for another day. The Commission is not a merit regulator, and down the road we can expect to see applications to list additional ETPs that invest in other digital assets as the market for these assets develops and matures. That's it for Bitcoin ETPs. This is Jay Barris of Sidley Austin with the Mutual Fund Minute. This presentation has been prepared by Sidley Austin LLP 
and affiliated partnerships, the firm, for informational purposes and is not legal advice. This information is not intended to create, and receipt of it does not constitute a lawyer-client relationship. All views and opinions expressed in this presentation are our own, and you should not act upon this information without seeking advice from a lawyer licensed in your own jurisdiction. The firm is not responsible for any errors or omissions in the content of this presentation, or for damages arising from the use or performance of this presentation under any circumstances. Do not send us confidential information until you speak with one of our lawyers and receive our authorization to send that information to us. Providing information to the firm will not create an attorney-client relationship in the absence of an express agreement by the firm to create such a relationship, and will not prevent the firm from representing someone else in connection with the matter in question or a related matter. The firm makes no warranties, representations, or claims of any kind concerning the information presented on or through this presentation. Attorney Advertising, Sidley Austin LLP, 1 South Dearborn, Chicago, Illinois, 60603, 1-312-853-7000. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome.